Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. find out, you know, we're only two people and we quickly get spread very thin. 
So our radio show was kind of a brainchild of ours to reach a broader audience uh, for people to also, at their convenience, listen to the archive shows um, and also call in to the live shows uh, when you're, you're on the air with us live. Uh, interact with us through Twitter and some of the questions that you send us via Twitter or via email, we can respond to those on air because in many cases, um, your questions are the same that other people are having. We also engage in, and real soon we'll be having some contests because we want to hear some of your ideas. What are some of the creative ways you got and navigated your your career um, that you're proud of? But let's, let's talk about, let me let me go ahead and ask our first question. Um, first of all, they just recently, we noticed that we have over 18,000 listeners who have gone into our archives and listened to our previous shows. Now, we've only been on the air since, uh, I think it was January or so, uh, a, a couple of months. What what goes through your mind when, when you see 18,000 plus listeners and counting? Well, my first thought was, wow. <laughs> just that simple. Um, and I quickly I quickly went into analysis mode and went through our KPIs to dig and find out what shows were most popular, where were we getting our most traction. And it was across the board. Some were related to BDPA announcements, and some were the individual one-on-one interviews, like the one we recently had with uh, that you've had with uh, Mike Smith. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. I'm sorry, Mr. Williams. Uh, Mr. Williams. Um, and that's that's gained a lot of traction quickly, and it's growing consistently. Um, so I looked at what was popular, and we want to capitalize on that. Uh, I also didn't want to get our little niche shows, such as the military transition shows. That's something dear to my heart. Since I am retired military, and we have a lot of BDPA members that we engage that are retired military and others out in the IT industry, and they uh, we always get a lot of traction there. Not as popular as some of the other shows, but it's still a niche that's dear to me, and I still want to continue to engage that area. So um, uh, mostly uh, looking at the uh, shows that were most popular and try to capitalize on that uh, uh, popularity. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point. I want to hit upon, because you threw out a couple of acronyms, and I, I want to let everybody, you know, the different levels of listeners. One thing you said was KPIs, which stands for Key Performance Indicators, um, and, and that's something that, that a lot of people use in business to measure their success. Um, but something that you said that was really important is that it's not just the numbers that are important. Um, sometimes you're reaching a very specific niche of the population, a very important part of the population, and it doesn't matter whether it's a thousand hits or you know two thousand. I think our top show was even five thousand uh, in and of itself. It's about getting information, and if the people who receive that information, uh, you know, call into us or write to us or Twitter us and tell us that they got something out of it, then that 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 in itself is cause for us to look at maybe repeating the, that particular show or subject matter or expanding on it. So we really are driven off of what the people, what the listeners um, are saying, um, because that's one thing that I think is very important is for us to be extremely flexible. That's that's the good part. We're not uh, some big, multi, you know, conglomerate radio station, you know, ran by uh, advertising dollars. We are motivated by what the people need when they need it. And it changes a lot in, in 
IT. Most definitely, most definitely. And uh, additionally, we will be, as you mentioned, repeating some of these episodes, such as the Military Transition Program. I will be doing more of those. We've got a lot of interesting people lined up in IT in various stages of their career and in various areas. So stay tuned. I've got a, an interesting show coming up next week uh, 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 with a gentleman that I've known for a while in IT marketing. So that's going to be a provocative and interesting show. So uh, th- there are some IT people I've got on on um, on hold that are waiting for a shot, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, some developers, that, some successful developers and code writers. That's a growing field, um, especially in the uh, uh, in the um, IT industry and web-based uh, platforms. So that's going to be an interesting conversation as well. Absolutely. And and that's that's, uh, key, one of the things that you said. Some of the people that we interview, what I call them, are just everyday success stories. And and I want the listeners to to find that they can relate to the people that are on our show. Um, These are some of the people over 25 years each in our uh, respective fields. We've come across these people. um, We've networked with them, may have a bond because we have a common passion. And we've kept in touch, and we've watched people grow from moving up their career ladders and to starting their own business, like the, the gentleman you're, you're getting ready to introduce. Um, even one, uh, Francois, I'll let you speak about him. Just someone that you knew through networking over the years, and why don't you tell a little bit about his success story? Well, uh, that actually kind of jumps the gun to question three, which was uh, some of my favorite episodes. Uh, but I'll be glad to talk about that. Uh, Bruno, uh, Mr. Bruno Francois and I, we started in the IT industry at a, a job together when I came out of the military uh, down here in Atlanta. And we both uh, grew in our perspective areas, and eventually he left the uh, field and started his own business, and now he's developing web applications. So, uh, And that's becoming very popular um, across the different platforms, whether it's the Windows platform, the uh, Android platform, or even the uh, Apple platform, which he started, and uh, he's been he's, he's very successful at that. So uh, the gentleman I've been interviewing next week started his own business, and I've known him for a while and seen him grow and transform himself consistently, and uh, now he's uh, launched his own uh, uh, career in um, advertising, and uh, we look forward to hearing how that's going. So um, that those episodes, the military transition, as I mentioned before, so I've, I've got a few episodes that are very close uh, and dear to me, So uh, and they've been fun and engaging. And, and the one, Francois, just to, to emphasize, he actually – launched an Apple app for the, the telephone that is quite unique. And, and um, I don't know if you have his website offhand, but if people go, I mean, you'll see the the, um, the demonstration of this app, which is really amazing uh, when you see it. It's not your typical app. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, uh, could you tell us what the name of his company is? And, and I mean, he's been on, like, national shows uh I think it's like the uh, British uh, CNN equivalent. We we watched them on there. Yeah. Um, uh, USA Today. USA Today. He's, he's done a couple of interviews with the uh, national uh, um, advertising and um, um, media outlets as well. Um, this, uh, but as Jacqueline was saying, just a little about this application. 
Actually allows you to uh, put your iPhone on a flat surface and it will rotate it 360 degrees while it takes a picture. So you get a 360 degree view of whatever the camera is uh, is looking at. And there are a lot of uh, uh, some cameras are doing that now. But at the time that came out, it was pretty innovative, and it's it's going to actually reduce the price point of that application uh, because there are many different um, um, uh, ways that they could capitalize on that uh, technology and a lot of uses for it as well in real estate and travel. It's, you know, it can go a lot of different areas. But uh, uh, Bruno Francois is the uh, is the owner's name, and he is at Eagles Systems uh, Ventures. Dot com. So uh, go out and Google him and, and, and see what he's about and, and find that app, download it, and see how you like it. Yep. And like I said, if you want to know more about that episode, again, go to our archives and click in, and you can hear uh, Bruno himself kind of describe his journey. Um, and, and so that's, that's one of the ones that you marked as one of your, your favorite episodes. What, what, what do you get out of doing the, the shows when you – when you picked your favorite or talked about the ones that were your favorite, uh, what makes them your favorite? Well, uh, I've got, I have this inherited disease, and it's helping. I, I like to help. I call uh, myself a, a helpaholic. So uh, I just like uh, 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 giving people information that I've um, amassed over my career and, and hoping it helps them uh, move to the next level in their own career. So, um, or or make a decision on what career they want to take, uh, what path they need to take. Uh, especially the young people coming into this industry, uh, coming out of college or an IT uh, school, you've got uh, all this information, but it's not focused yet, or it's you don't have the the soft skills to match that technical knowledge. And I like. Uh, providing those people information they need to take that knowledge that they have, that valuable knowledge they have, and capitalize on the opportunities that exist or even expose some uh, opportunities that exist for them and help them on, on their road. I, 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 can't, I can't walk the walk for them. I can just give them the information because eventually the work is yours. The success is yours. So it's important that you, as an individual, um, capitalize on this information that we provide and get motivated and stay focused and even let us know how you're doing and and how we could possibly help you move forward. Absolutely. And that's, um, you know, different different people will get inspired by different things. And that's, that's one of the things about making sure that you're mentally and, and just um, academically fed, you, you can never let yourself become stagnant because um, just listen to people. Even myself, just recently I attended an Atlanta BDPA, and that's one of the, the acronyms that you mentioned too, which is the um, it's an organization for minorities in the IT field, uh, and they've been around for a long time. So their, their name, BDPA, is reflective of when it was founded back in the 70s. But today it's just a, a group of like-minded, career-oriented professionals in the IT field. And I recently attended 
uh, and I have to say, the Atlanta chapter, I am an officer, so I attend all their events. But this one in particular, uh, it was a developer talking about coding. And I haven't coded in 24 uh, of my uh, years in my career field. I pursued project management and business analysis and, and, and process improvement. But he was talking, this is a developer talking, and so I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to be there for show. But believe it or not, I really got inspired by what he said, and I loved his presentation and his energy because he loved what he did. And that in and of itself, let, I left there energized, and then I got creative and, and started thinking about our next show. You know, we go to these things, and, and a lot of times that's where some of our subject matter comes from. That's where, you know, we're at a networking event. Next thing you know, we're saying, hey, we want you to be on our show. So a lot of it just is spontaneous just by the vibe and the energy. But um, one common thing that I think, and then I'm going to throw a question your way, but is that you, I love when we have people on the show that are passionate about what they do. Absolutely. Um, and it just, it, just, it just hurts me when I see people who hate their job or frustrated or feel are in a dead end or I can't even, or there's something they want to get into, but they, they just don't know how to take that next step. And I'm not saying every day everybody loves everything about their job. People will hear me across the board say, I love my job. I love what I do because I'm a problem solver. That's what I do. Now, do I love every aspect of my job? No. <laughs> and my boss might even hear this show. But let's be realistic. You know, it's, it's not all play. There's work involved with whatever type of job that you're working on. But by and large, um, as far as industries and career fields, and, and what I do, I love the, the problem-solving aspect of my job. I like the, the process, that type of thing. So even within what I do, I found something that I really could sink my, my teeth in, that I'm passionate about, and that I'm good at. And that's what I think everyone should have some sense of purpose and enjoyment out of what they do. Now, you may go through spells in your career path. I'm putting a lot of caveats here because a lot of people are saying, you know, impossible. And like I said, I know everyone can't love their job all the time every day. But by and large, try to find that, that something about your job where you feel connected and purposeful. I guess that, when I think about it, is one of the things, the reoccurring theme that I hope people take away from a lot of our different shows. What, from your point of view, what's the message or takeaway that you want? You know, we've had 18,000 people in some form or fashion dial into our show. What would it would, in your mind, was some of the, the key messages you wanted that audience to, to hear? Well, uh, that's an interesting um, uh, question, Jacqueline, because it's, 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 it has so many different levels to it and layers. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the work, the work is yours as an individual. No one, um, uh, you're not in this field. There's no one's coattails you'll be able to ride to success. The work is yours and the success is yours. You have to put the work in. You have to put the time in. Um, the people, the individuals that I've seen successful have capitalized on the information that we've given them in whatever medium it's been, whether it's been one-on-one -on -one consulting, over the air, over radio shows, um, uh, some internships, 
or some opportunities uh, uh, we they've had with us as we stood up Technology Expresso or as we've engaged with them in functions under uh, working with uh, BDPA. So individuals capitalize on those uh, opportunities. Um, uh, you have to be motivated, and you have to be uh, focused. Also, uh, they network, which is important. Um, especially in this IT environment, this is one thing that, that we do consistently is network. Um, uh, people we know from long ago and, and some of the uh, networking platforms uh, give us that ability, like LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, we, we're, we have a presence on Facebook, Technology Expresso does. We have an, a presence on LinkedIn as well. And those mediums afford us the ability to network with people we've known and come across throughout our career. So individuals who, uh, who are focused, who know how to network, and document. Uh, now, that documentation, that, that covers a lot of areas. Uh, resumes, keeping an updated resume. When you go to these networking events, when you're communicating, when you're listening to these uh, type of radio shows, write things down that pique your interest, uh, that you want to learn more about. That's how you pick up new knowledge. Learn how to Google search. Uh, don't be afraid to open up a Google uh, window and search on a key phrase. Wikipedia, there's a lot of information out there available to you that you don't have to pay for um, that will help you get your mind in the right space and capitalize on the opportunities uh, that come across to you. And, and one, one phrase that immediately comes to mind um, from a series of books that the uh, vice president of BDPA, Derek Brown, writes, uh, 3FE, uh, so lock that job. So that immediately comes to mind. I can't remember the uh, 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 what the 3FE stood for, and he's probably going <laughs> to grill me for that, uh, but, but Google 3FE and see what, uh, see what it means and see how that can motivate you. Absolutely, absolutely. And let's talk about now in just a short period of time, so to speak, in the scheme of things, uh, we've had an exciting 2013, had a uh, awesome boot camp. Um, even going back a little bit into 2012, we've uh, had some speaking engagements, uh, worked with DeVry and uh, some of their groups. We worked with a, a small group of dedicated resources on an internship with Technology Expresso, helped uh, set up one of our websites. Um, so we, we've had the opportunity to not just sit behind the mic and talk about this, but we've had some hands-on experience placing people um, in some virtual internships we, uh, as well as some very real paid internships, too, as well. Um, talk about the, the, some of the the people that we've touched and been able to work with, what would you see as some of the successes, and what do you see the areas where people missed opportunity? Uh, most of my experience uh, in this in this space here that we've been engaged in over the past uh, few months, um, I, I, I especially want to talk about the not so successful. Um, uh, people, because uh, you learn just as much through failure than you do success. Actually, you learn more from failure than you do success. And I've seen individuals who 
aren't focused and 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 uh, they haven't channeled their energy and their um, and their knowledge in the right areas. Uh, they may be looking to get into networking, but don't have any IT. Um, when I say networking, I mean IT networking. Um, and if you don't have that experience, that's not an area that you could just break into. You have to have education. You have to go to school and learn how to do IT, IP networking. Um, and, and I've seen people come into this industry and want to be project managers, but don't have any IT project management experience or uh, project coordinating experience. That as well is a, a trained skill set, and it's not something you just jump into. And individuals want to get into IT with an agricultural background or a real estate background. You just don't jump into another business sector without any training. Um, even even if you have your PMP certification, it's still a hard transition to come from one business sector into another without some exposure to the environment. So I think it's important to realize your shortcomings and uh, develop a path to overcome those shortcomings, um, and that will put you where you want to be. Otherwise, you need to realize what your shortfalls and what your strengths are and look to catalyze on those strengths in your particular sector where that strength is. So that's my suggestion. That, that's, a, that's a very good point because even back to my, my uh, statement earlier, is find something you enjoy, you're passionate about. I find sometimes that we run into people who are running away from their old careers. You know, they, they were, they've gotten into some type of job even, I'll say job or um, industry, and they don't like it, and now they want to run to IT. And what people hear is they, they see IT, they, they see that there's a lot of jobs, um, a lot of times there's IT jobs even when the uh, rest of the country is downsizing and laying off, you can find jobs in IT. And then there are also some very good salaries in IT as well. So for whatever reason, and, and sometimes, you know, those of us who have been in it for 25 years or more, you know, um, it may look easy on the outside, but there's a lot of nuances to IT. And I think that a lot of people underestimate IT, and I think you're exactly right. They think they can take a course, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking a course, trying to transition, make it but you have to have a very realistic transition plan. And along with just taking a course, there may also be experience. There may be a lot of mentoring, coaching. You might have to volunteer and give of your time. But one of the things, and, and I can see you, you, you want to respond to this too, but one of the main things that I want to emphasize too is don't think that you can come from one industry where maybe you've put in 10, 15 years and you're going to transition to IT and garner the same level, same salary, same title as you did in that other industry. It's almost like you have to be a freshman. I call it you have to you have to be a freshman again and work your way up through IT because you're competing with people who have put in uh, and have that job experience. So your certificate alone against their experience, it, it, it's not necessarily going to match up. But but I mean would would. What would you add to that? Well, I, t I totally agree with that, uh, Jacqueline. Uh, but we're, we're not here to maybe uh, chase anyone away or, uh, or douse anyone's enthusiasm 
for the IT industry. Um, uh, you'll find through networking with IT professionals, you'll find your shortcomings. You'll find out where you need to make improvements at, and uh, so so engaging us is uh, is a good thing, and w uh, the desire to come into this environment is good as well. We always need fresh minds, um, fresh ideas, and who knows what you uh, coming in from another business sector, uh, what type of impact your past history and knowledge will have on today's industry. You may find something profound. You may find a way to marry these two career fields and, and, and create a new level of success that you hadn't even expected. So uh, IT is, uh, is, is a backbone uh, just like many other um, uh, business sectors. It, it supports other business sectors. So you may find yourself diving into IT and eventually working for an agricultural firm or working for a real estate firm uh, conglomerate. So IT is everywhere. So uh, engage, network, and uh, identify your shortcomings and where you need to make the improvements and take the necessary steps to overcome those shortfalls and eliminate that gap. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. We, we don't want to run anyone away. And I, and I would also say there's someone really, if there's something you want, um, a couple of words of, uh, or a reality check isn't going to run you off. You've got to, if, if that's all that it takes, then you really probably um, hadn't really settled into it. But it, once you know this is where you want to be, where you need to be, where you think that you'll find your purpose and your passion, then by all means. But it's almost as if, the, and even I think that in some of our real-life um cases, people almost fall in two categories. You have some people who don't realize their shortcomings at all and um, in some cases need to do a reality check. You know, if you're hearing things from more than different people, different angles, if you're not getting, you know, you're following all the steps that are being laid out for you and you're not getting the results, sometimes you have to do a reality check. But there's people on the other hand that I've seen have impeccable credentials and resumes, and um, but in some cases they're just afraid to take that leap of faith, that, that, that just turn that corner and put themselves out there. And I think something you said, you know, two pieces to, to that group of people is that there will be some rejection, and um, there will be some good and bad feedback, and you might even say there will be some some things that aren't successful. But use those as learning opportunities. Leverage those. And know that anybody that is successful at some point has had some rejection, has had uh, some form or fashion of failure. So, you know, I so to, to both of those, it, it's, it's people on both ends, have to do a self-assessment on a very regular basis and say, okay, am I being realistic? And if not, what do I need to fill those, fill the gap? Because the gap can be filled. And then on the other hand, am I, um, do I have everything I need? And now I just have to believe in myself, right. so to speak. Right, right. And, and I know you've come across that. I know you're speaking uh, to that issue from a personal perspective, you've done coaching and counseling and, and mentoring 
How do you feel when an individual that you've been coaching or mentoring doesn't take or uh, the advice you're giving or or if you're setting a path, they want to veer off in a different path? How does that make you feel with uh, uh, the opportunity and the information that you're trying to present to them? Well, in coaching, there's, there's two pieces to it. In coaching, a lot of times, especially when you're talking about career and life coaching, um, it's not completely prescriptive in that do it this way because this is the way I did it. I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to share with you my story. I'm going to share with you what um, I've known has had proven success, but everybody has to take their own path and understand what the, the consequences are. Now, in many cases, as a coach, and I, I've learned this as a coach and also as in my role as a business analyst, Sometimes you have to be neutral. You give the facts and the information, and then you let them do what they will. I've done this long enough that whether it's three months, six months, or a year, they typically come back around, and whether they did it their way, whether they did it my way, they've had some type of revelation. And in some cases, it just sometimes takes time for the information to, for them to be ready to receive it. So I've seen that many, many times, and I don't get anxious about it, that at that very moment they didn't listen to me. I cannot tell you how many times I get a call out of the blue or email out of the blue mm-hmm. and someone's saying, remember what you said, or, you know what, I tried this and it's, it's not working. Tell me again. what. And at that point I kind of feel like, okay, they may be ready now to receive what I'm recommending. Now, the scary part about that, sometimes it's too little too late because I always tell people about being prepared for opportunity because some only come once and only once. So you they ha- you have to be careful about that. But um, then at the same time is sometimes as a coach, you have to give the information, almost like parenting, in which you know all too well, yes, you yes. give the, the, the seed and then you step away um, and let them blossom and, and, and grow or take root when they, when they, when they, um, when the person is ready to receive that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, a, I'm the type of coach, um, provide the advice when I'm asked, but then when I feel like either I'm hitting a wall then I'll let it go and, and walk away for a little while. Because sometimes, and you'll hear me say this a lot, let the, just let it sink in, let it marinate. Mm-hmm. And it resonates with me because I was the same way. I think 19 and 20, mm-hmm. between being hard-headed and knowing it all, I remember my grandfather said things to me that I still today recall. But back then, you know, I was rolling my eyes or, uh, you know, daydreaming or just tuning them out altogether because I didn't think it applied to me, you know. And so, so that's just that's part of the territory. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a, an art to being a coach, a good coach as well. Yes, uh, that, absolutely. Thanks for that, Jacqueline. And as you mentioned, me being a parent, a lot of that resonates with me as well. So as you said, you give them the information and, and let it sink in. Don't um, Even now, coaching and mentoring, it's important not to overwhelm 
your, your, your mentorees with information. The brain can only hold so much uh, information at any given time. And that's why I emphasize that you document this stuff. When you're having these conversations, go, go off into a corner and write some stuff down that really resonated with you because you're not going to remember everything. So it's, a, it's important to utilize the tools that are available to you that you don't realize you have. It, 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 it takes nothing to grab a pen or take a pen with you and write some information down on the back of a business card, on a notepad, on a napkin, and stuff it in your pocket. Do that. It's, it's really going to help you. It's a small little piece of information is very non-IT, non-technical. It's just a little something that I picked up along the way, and 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 it helped me out a lot. You know, something something that you said may, reminded me too is that um, also for people out there, if you've attended our our boot camp and um, um, some of our seminars, you know, you may have the tendency. And I see these people who are serial students. They go from class to class and program to program. And sometimes it's not about getting new information. It's actually about looking back. And and, and I bring that up because of the boot camp and, and something that we're going to have available very soon is to be able to go back and uh, go to that. We handed out so much information. There was no way for people to absorb it all, even at that point in time. So that's why it's good to go back, reflect upon some of the things that you probably applied right away, right when the boot camp was over and you saw some uh, some positive results from that, now go back to that material and see there's probably other stuff that is embedded in there that you just weren't able to absorb at that time because you were being given so much information. So in some cases, instead of just piling on new, 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 go back, reflect, uh, because some of this is, you know, about changing behavior, and it takes, it's a process. It, it, you know, personal, professional development, it's an ongoing process. And you and I, as you know, we're always uh, continually improving, whether it's even speaking engagements and that type of thing. Um, I always find myself looking for new tips, new techniques, um, not getting so comfortable to think that there's not things that I can learn uh yeah. 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 Every uh, I agree with you, Jacqueline. Every day or every week, at some point in time, I'm I'm thinking about my road and my path and what I could do to um, uh, either improve uh, my my current environment or what are my shortfalls in moving to the next uh, step of my career. So I'm always looking at those um, opportunities and identifying my shortfalls and my information gaps and trying to place myself in the right position to capitalize on the uh, on the opportunities that I have to gain that knowledge uh, and, and, and remove those blocking issues. So I'll either have a sense of content or happiness in my current position or enable me to go after that next uh, position. So um, it's all it's, it's a continuous process of self improvement. Just like software development life cycle, we have a career development life cycle, and it is a continuous improvement process. Well, wow, I think I just made up something. <laughs> Let me write that down. Right, Please say exactly. something. <laughs> you know, one one of the things that I do also because we, we we touched upon a little bit about uh, as parents. Uh, one of the things that I also want to emphasize is that I applaud 
We encounter some great parents as a part of Atlanta BDPA. We have a youth program. We have a college program. Um, and, and those parents and getting their kids engaged in different programs. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you and I, you know, we, we've been heading to that, you know, when you're, we have young people who are 19 and 20 year, years old, they don't want to listen to their parents. But what we found is when they're exposed to people, you know, and start that networking at, you know, while they're in high school and, and as they go to colleges so that they get comfortable with this, but what they do is that they can actually find and identify people. Um, and the same thing that you've been trying to tell them as a parent, they are more receptive to it when they're exposed to different people. Yeah. And uh, so that's one of the things that I encourage parents. When you're going out and networking, take your students and your, and your, your young people and your, your preteens, uh, because networking, what we found, too, was you don't just get that college degree and uh, put on that cap and gown, and then the next day you're great at networking and marketing and branding yourself. Um, how many times have we found that there's people who have all the raw material but don't know, don't have that those soft skills, don't have those skills to actually really launch their careers and lock that job? I mean, right. I, I I agree, and I think what what I've experienced lately is it's really tough to move past moving individuals these um, uh, past this wall they have uh, of being challenged, where someone is telling you someone something negative about yourself that you need to improve on. It's hard for some individuals to recognize someone's trying to help you here and uh, identify that as a goal uh, to uh, for improvement as opposed to a criticism. So there's a, there's the, hum, the whole human element comes into play, and, and what we do is, is part psychology as well, and it's important to, uh, uh, for us to either phrase things a certain way or be as brutally honest with it. So, you know, I don't, I don't have the time to sugarcoat it, right. you know, and here it is, you, you know, uh, 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 take it home and let it marinate and soak in and take it for what it's worth because it may not be sugarcoated with bubbles and flowers all around. It may be a brutal, honest truth that you hear, and you may need to walk back and step back and think about it because it's, it's more than likely true. So it's important as an individual to work past these emotional and personal obstacles that you have uh, and, and get the information that someone's trying to uh, give to you. And, you know, that that is so true. And that's the one irony about uh, when you're doing your job search. You'll go for these interviews, and, and I'm a hiring manager. I've interviewed a, a lot of people um, you know, I work with the recruiters, both of them finding me jobs or them finding me candidates for jobs that I had. And there's a way that our industry just kind of has, um, they're politically correct about when the, the job isn't right for you. And that, that's some of the terminology. We decided to go a different way. We're going with an internal candidate. All of those ways, um, although it saves your feelings, no one is telling you really why you weren't the right candidate. That's where things like the boot camp, um, like our one-on-one coaching and consulting, 
And like some of the things that you said, sometimes we have to be very raw and brutal with people, and it's, and it, but it's coming from um, a place where, you know what, no one else has been honest with you, and I don't want you to keep going around being frustrated as to why you keep going through the motions and doing what everyone else is doing, but you're not getting the result. And the the unfortunate part is, especially um, those people, especially who come under um, our care, we kind of tell you once or twice, and then after that, we kind of kind of step away so that you kind of marinate on it. But you've probably been told, not just by us, but by someone else, everything you need to know. So that's where you've got to really do some soul searching, uh, especially if you are in limbo. And I'll be honest, I, I find people sometimes, especially when you get that degree, they're looking for the easy button. You know, they think we're going to be walking around with that little Staples red easy button like the commercial, and it's like, okay, I've got my resume, I went on the interview, I'm supposed to get the job. And when they don't, then that's when either the, the frustration comes in or the desperation comes in. And, you know, I often warn people, be careful. Um, don't get desperate. Don't get frustrated. Um, continue to work on yourself. No matter how long it takes you to get that, that job or that position, uh, be patient. We just recently had someone, we've been working with, I think, a year. And I remember the, uh, the interviews were just kind of trickling in. Now, all of a sudden, a year into this, it's like, you know, investing a year, she, she, her resume has been getting a bunch of hits. And she's been getting interviews, so on and so forth. Now she's able to kind of pick and choose. Mm -hmm. But yet, at the same time, it was like uh, she, I will say, she had always had a positive attitude. But I know there were some low points, because I, I did some coaching with her doing those low points. I mean, that's why it's good to have a mentor or a coach. Um, but, the, you know, it could take up to a year. That, that may be a hard fact that you've got to settle in on. What I don't want you to do is, like I said, don't get desperate, don't get frustrated, and continue to work on you during that whole period. Be productive, whether it's volunteering, whether it's networking, whatever the case may be, don't let yourself become complacent. Don't let your mind even go to those dark places, <laughs> you know, because I think people do. And they will go there. Yeah, but you'll get in a slump, you'll have self-doubt, you'll lose your self-confidence. Forget all of that. Sometimes it just, time is the only ingredient that's missing. Yes. You're doing everything right. Absolutely. And and your mind will go to those dark places. But it's just a matter of how much time you spend there. When you find yourself in those uh, moments of despair or frustration, reach out to your network and get re-energized. Reach out to us, Technology Expresso. Go to our website, see what we've got to offer. Uh, listen to one of our shows. We've got a lot of shows just like this one here that are in our archives that will boost uh, your your enthusiasm and re-energize and refocus you. And that's that's why we are, are who we are, Espresso. We are that quick shot of Espresso that will refocus you back to your career. And, and that, that you hit the nail on the head because, you know, we have, I think, a unique combination of a name, Technology Espresso. And... Just 
just what you said is one way to always kind of remember our who we are, what we are, what we're about. We're trying to give you that 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 shot, that burst of energy. Um, in some cases, it's, it's that getting you on the fast track. Whatever you need to energize you to keep you passionate about the area of technology and how it's going to help you fulfill what you're passionate about. And that's why whether we're working with that college student looking for that career path, whether we're looking for that person who's trying to transition, whether we're looking working with a small business who's using technology to leverage their business. Uh, if you want to be an inventor, a pioneer, the technology field is is got a lot of open avenues. So um it's it's just you. Our show has something for everyone, and again, it's all about giving you that burst of hot, intense energy, and, and that's what I think of when I think of <laughs> yeah, when I think of espresso. I wish I had some sound effects. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to work on that. But uh, as as always, you know, we we've been talking for right about an hour here, and I'd like to to have you talk about again. You've got some upcoming shows, uh, going to be doing some interviews, uh, and I also want to point people to our archives, uh, listen to our show BDPA Atlanta, and um, all of the great activities going on in Atlanta. One BDPA Atlanta is one of the flagship. Uh, chapters of BDPA, but also uh, BDPA has their annual national conference, 35 years. Uh, this is the 35th year. This year is going to be in Washington, D.C. on August 14th through 17th. You can see us there. Come meet us. Uh, you may even see us wearing our camouflage boot camp T-shirts. Um, walk up to us. Tell us you heard about us on Blog Talk Radio. Um, you want to tell them again about your upcoming uh, show and guests? Yes, as I mentioned earlier in the show, our next show will be next Sunday, and I'll be interviewing um, uh, Michael Buckham White, who is a, a marketing executive with his own firm, uh, We Engage Marketing, and visit us at our blog talk uh, station or. Uh, click on our website that will take you to our blog talk radio station where you can read more about him before we had that interview. The link to their website is in there as well. Stay tuned uh, with Tech Expresso here. We've got some exciting things coming up. We're redoing our website. We're uh, uh, maybe embarking on a newsletter. We've got a lot of things going on that, uh, that we want to engage in to take us to the next level and, and, and keep this locomotive running. So uh, uh, dial in, check us out, listen to us, and give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Our, our website's there. Our email addresses are there. Uh, let us know how we're doing and, 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 and let us know some things you may want to hear or some uh, guests uh, or type of guests uh, you want us to engage, and we'll take heed. Absolutely. And, and as I said, we have um, a lot of people that, that we're going to engage. Make sure you do listen to uh, our the last episode of the interview I did with Mike Williams, who is going to be um, on the end. 
uh, a part of the upcoming Atlanta VDPA uh, Executive Forum. Um, the um, the forum is going to be held on July 11th in Atlanta at the uh, Ravinia Hotel by Perimeter. Get your tickets in advance. They're $75, but well worth it. You'll be having dinner with uh, Atlanta area, as well as they're flying in some, some special uh, minority executives. Find out about their path uh, to success and their career. And the awesome thing is they're people just like you and I, and you may find out you have something in common. Not everyone just auto automatically knew what they wanted to be when they grew up. Some people, you know, take alternate paths, whether it's through the military, whether, uh, you know, in some cases working for a while, then going back to school. We even have uh, people who will have testimonies. They dropped out of school and later went and, and, and finished both high school and college and, and so on and so forth. Um, and and those, that's really inspirational stories to me or inspiring stories to me because um, there's something for everyone. Uh, don't think that because you've had a setback or, you know, life has had some twists and turns or even if you follow one career path, maybe just to make sure that you uh, had money and your family was taken care of, but now you want to do something that you're passionate about and you're in transition, that's fine too because you're going to hear all that and more in all of these various stories and testimonies. These are just very real people, very accessible. And, again, that's on July 11th right here in Atlanta. Uh, the tickets can be purchased at Atlanta BDPA. And Mike Williams is one of those uh, success stories, and uh, he talked to us on our show, uh, I think it was last weekend I talked to Mike, and so that's in our, our archives as well. But, uh, you know, and it's, it's funny, I'm, I'm looking at, as we're about to wrap up, I I said we had 18,000 listeners. We're now up to 19,000. We probably very easily get about 1,000 listeners a week, and that that's that is so um that really warms me um because we really love what we do we're here to help and we're here to reach each and every person um there's nothing elitist about uh what we do that you know uh success and the passion and what we get out of IT others can't attain as well it's attainable we want to help you, whatever your story, whatever your passion is, um, you know, we want to, to, to help you and, and set you on the right path. Is there any closing comments or words as we wrap up uh, yet another episode? Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned to Technology Espresso. Visit us on our webpage, technologyespresso.com. You'll find all of our social media content there as well as, um, other informative information on what we offer, and uh, reach out to us. Get, send us an email and let us know what you like to hear or uh, who you'd like us to engage, uh, what problems with your career you're having in the IT uh, space. So um, communicate, and we'll communicate back. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. And um, I think that's going to wrap up our episode for this Sunday. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.